Hello and welcome to Harbour Voices, a series of true story podcasts showcasing and celebrating the lives of people who call the harbour area of Aberdeen home. We'll be digging deep into the life and lives around the harbour area of Aberdeen. We'll be giving voice to some of the many stories of harbour life from those who live and work in and around its waters. The harbour is the, the oldest business on, on Guinness Book of Records in the UK. I've been around for almost 900 years, but the harbour really has developed a lot, a lot in that time. And my name is Keith Young. I'm the Engineering Director at Aberdeen Harbour Board or Port of Aberdeen, as we are now. Uh, I'm also the Project Director at the Expansion Project. Great, thanks so much for coming on. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your relationship to the harbour? Uh, so I work for the Port of Aberdeen. I'm a civil engineer. I was born in Aberdeen, raised in Aberdeen. So having gone to university and qualified as a, a, a civil engineer, I, I spent about the first 20 years of my life working in the construction industry on various projects, some of them harbour projects. And about 12 years ago, uh, very lucky to end up getting a, a role in looking after some work for the Harbour Board in, in Torrey when they did a bit of work there. And, and for me, having grown up in, in Aberdeen and um, as a boy, come down to the harbour on numerous occasions, uh, very much part of, of my life growing up and part of the city. So, yeah, I'm delighted to be uh, working for the harbour. The, the port of Aberdeen, we're a, we're a trust port. As a trust port, all profits that the harbour board may make, those profits go back into ensuring that infrastructure is maintained and that we provide a, a good facility. So as well as the North Harbour that has been in existence for almost 900 years, over the past eight or nine years the, the harbour has been going through the process of initial planning and then through the, the tendering process etc to then the development of the South Harbour so as of um, where we are now we're, we're getting to the last stages of that so yeah my job as the engineering director uh, is to um, oversee the engineering side of, of what the, the port does. Like so the North Breakwater in the, in the North Harbour uh, first sections of that were built in the late 1700s um, and in three sections it was developed through to the, the early 1800s where um, to the condition it is now and, and we've continued to maintain that over the last 200 years. I think what, what possibly makes Aberdeen unique at, at the moment is that we really are predominantly uh, oil and gas. You would say Aberdeen's the oil capital of Europe. Part of that is that, that um, we're now in the process of going through what you would say is a transition along with the energy industry. You know, it's, it's not just going to be oil and gas. Important part of our job is as well as to maintain <coughs> the depth of the water we've got. So part of the engineering department's responsibility is to ensure that um, we are dredging. Uh, the, the, so any material that gets deposited, um, either coming in on, on tides or coming down the river, so yeah, it, it's, it is very much about preserving and, and part of that pre preserving is that we, we have sometimes to deal with extreme events. The likes of, we quite recently had quite a, 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 a heavy storm just about a couple of weeks ago, but we're going to have to deal with the material that we've got that's been brought down the river from that, but not to the, the same level that we had from the likes of Storm Frank. So um, when Storm Frank hit the, the northeast in 2015, we were in a position where we had something like 30,000 cube of material came down river and deposited itself in the river. So um, we then had to uh, 
go in and remove all that material. And and part of that process of, of cleaning up after Stormfront, we had to demolish a couple of buildings um, that were on the, the banks of the river. And, and, and in, in part of that is ensuring that we're maintaining a safe, safe harbour. It's very much about um, maintaining and preserving as well. Yeah, that sounds like that must have been a really big job that you did after Store Frank. Um, you know, just the sheer volume. I had no idea. I mean, I'm sure our listeners won't know either just how much you had to do just to clean up the the kind of you know infrastructure around that. Part of when we're going through the process or the planning process for the expansion project, um, we went through a, a, a consultation process. We were engaging with the community, and it was a really interesting part of, of the job. Where we went out into the community, we um, we were in Union Square, we were in Tesco's in in, in Torrey, and, and we engaged with the community to, so that if anyone had any concerns um, with regards to what the harbour was was um, a way to undertake, it, it gave them the opportunity to um, to express those, and it meant that that anybody's opinion, they were able to provide that opinion, and and it was a great way of engaging with people. And, and part of that was that it was actually quite a lot of real positive support for what we were doing. I think it is part of I think, the Aberdonian's nature is that we don't often um, speak up when we're supporting things. It was really interesting that there was quite a lot of people um, were, were very happy to engage and, and be very supportive of because they know the impact that, that the harbour has on, on people's livelihood. And, um, I met some lovely people, you know, it was a, a, a lovely uh, elderly gentleman that, that um, we had a great conversation uh, where he was telling me that uh, during the Second World War, he, as a boy, had gone on to the North Breakwater in the North Harbour and used to fish for crabs uh, with a, a, an inner tube from a bicycle and some net and a piece of rope. And that was what had fed his family through the Second World War. So. Wow. Uh, yeah, just uh, yeah, a lovely old gentleman, and uh, but really nice, you know. That he felt it was, you know, happy to come along and share that. And, and I think that's um, that's an important part of, of of what we are. We are we are in the community, but part part of part of the city. Yeah, and we've I've, we've spoken to like sailors and things like this on on this podcast, and they say something uh, that's quite remarkable about Aberdeen is the fact that you're actually in the middle of the city centre when you come off your ships. And like, I don't know if that has an impact on how you think about, um, you know, your role, because obviously you're right in town, aren't you? It's not like you're in some harbour that's completely isolated away. You're right in the, the thick of it, really, that you could just go to Union Square two seconds away from the ship if you wanted to. So does that have any sort of impact on your kind of decision making or thought process? Being right in the heart of the city, the most important thing we, we have to do is ensure everyone is safe. Um, it, 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 ensuring that people don't wander onto the, the quayside and put themselves in danger because it is a working harbour and there is heavy um, plant and machinery. You've got vessels that are in, in the city um, and it, it's it's not like when I was a boy and you could um, wander down onto the, the, the quayside and you could walk into the fish market and, and walk around and, and yeah, th- thankfully things have, have, have moved on from, from them. It, it, it is something that people would, would like to have much more open access, but the really important part is making sure everyone is safe. It's really important that, that people are able to understand what, what, what we're doing. And, and, and so with the, the South Expansion project, we've had a visitor centre up in Walker Park, which has been a great way for anyone that wants to find out about what we're doing and how the development is. People are able to come up and, and come into the visitor centre and speak with our visitor centre staff to 
you know, answer any questions about what we're doing and actually see how the project is developed. So it, it's, it, it is important to get the balance right between making sure everyone's safe, but, um, but also making sure that people understand what we're doing. Part of that as well, we've had very good engagement with schools. So we've had some great visits from um, schools coming up to the visitor centre and, 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 and the questions that, that the children ask are probably the best questions that you get asked out of any visitor, um, especially <laughs> primary school children. They, they, they have no filter and, uh, and they're quite happy to ask you about anything, which has been great. What kind of things have children been asking you that you're just like, I don't think an adult would ask that? Um, very, very specific questions with regards to um, in, the environment and, and what we're doing to protect dolphins and, and, and what about the fish. And they ask about how many wagons have we got coming on the site? And, and how long does it take for them to, to drive around the site and then how many people they ask you all the specific questions that they want to know the detail what kind of things are are you sort of thinking about by the expansion and making sure it stays you know good for the environment and the marine biology and everything else that goes on we had to go in through a, an environmental impact assessment and and we had to address everything where we could have an impact on it um, and that wasn't just a case of what you would naturally think about where it is marine mammals or fish or migratory birds or flowers and fauna you a really important part of the environment is the people that we are going to be building the harbour where they are neighbours of, of what we're building, you know, what impact are we going to have on them from noise, what impact visually are we having, what impact are we going to have with regards to traffic and transport. So that's something that was um, um, addressed throughout that planning process and something that we're very much conscious of, not just through the construction process, but once we're into the operational phase. For example, um, part of what we've done through the construction process is that there's been no heavy goods vehicles have been allowed to go through Torrey. Any vehicle that is coming to the South Harbour um, has had to come um, on the South Coast Road. Uh, they go through the Altman's Industrial Estate. But once we get into the operational phase of the of the South Harbour, the road system is designed in a way that heavy goods vehicles won't be able to come into the site and won't be able to leave the site by coming from Torrey either. They will have to go the south and then passing through the Altman's Industrial Estate. So really keeping heavy goods vehicles to industrial areas. So do you want to just maybe just talk us through the kind of progress that you're making and what you plan on doing? Absolutely. So in 2017, we started on site. Between 2017 and now, there's been progress made. We have had the impact of COVID. It has an impact on everybody's lives, and that obviously had an impact on the project as well. So we're in the process now that in 2022, we've handed over the first section of what we've completed to our operational department and marine department. And so from the 1st of July this year, uh, we started getting vessels into South Harbour, uh, into the um, what was the East Key under construction um, period, but it's uh, the, the, the Norther Key, as it is called. We've been able to start taking vessels in, and we've already had something like 30 vessels have come into South Harbour. An important part of the process of opening up a new harbour is that, that to go from um, not operating to fully operational, it takes time to people to get used to operating new facilities. And what the South Harbour is providing is uh, uh, infrastructure at a very different scale from what we have in the North Harbour. And then hopefully uh, next year, um, we'll start to see the arrival of bigger cruise vessels. We've already had some um, bookings confirmed for next year. And that's something that um, 
In the North Harbour, we do have cruise vessels, but they're, they're very small cruise vessels in comparison. One vessels that we have in the North Harbour maybe have um, a couple of hundred passengers on board. The size of cruise vessels that we will be able to accommodate will be able to be some of the region of up to 3,000 passengers and 2,000 crew, you know, some, some, some big numbers. If you had a magic wand and you could magic just make the, you could make the future whichever way you wanted it to look like, how would you like the harbour to maybe look? I'd like to, I'd like to see it continue to be the really important part that it is in people's lives. I mean, I, from, from my point of view, having, as I said, when, having been a young boy and, and coming and watching um, ships coming in, we used to sit in the Torrey Battery area with my father and watch the ships coming in, um, to now being in a position where I'm working here, you know, I would hope that there are future generations ahead will do the same thing. They will hopefully, some of those kids that I spoke about that were in the, the, the visitor centre here, I would hope that they have, hopefully one of them will be doing my job in the future and that, that, that they see what the Harbour Board does is a really positive part of the community because we are in a very privileged position that, that, that we've got fantastic jobs here and, 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 and we're providing something that has got such an impact on, on the city and the Shire. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not very good with magic wands, uh, but that's probably what, what, I, would, uh, what I, would, I would wish for, yeah. And, and then... I suppose the, the, from an engineering point of view, yeah, I hope that in um, in a hundred years from now and and further from that, that the South Harbour is is still doing the job that it's meant to do. Yeah, that's probably the the, the, the biggest wish out the lot. Produced by Open Road, a company that champions true life stories and histories, Harbour Voices has been supported by the Year of Scottish Stories 2022 Community Stories Fund. This fund has been delivered in partnership between Visit Scotland and Museums Gallery Scotland with support from the National Lottery Heritage Fund. It's also been supported by Creative Scotland's Culture Collective Fund. Thank you to all our funders. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please share and spread the word.